scripture reading for today comes from Genesis 2, verses 18 through 25. Then the Lord of God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God has formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not a helper fit for him. The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. This is the word of the Lord. Sorry, this is the word of God. Let thanks be to God. All right, some of you might know this. I, I, I spent a little time in living in a small Alabama, West Alabama town, about 3,000 people. A um, little bigger than the people here in this parking lot. Um, yeah, but it was the first time I was exposed to uh, the women's auxiliary group. The women's auxiliary group. And uh, this might be a surprise, not a surprise. It was certainly a surprise to me. Um, uh, it, it felt very much out of a 1950s sitcom. Uh, the women's auxiliary was responsible for um, what felt like a, a whole mech course in the 1950s or 60s. Like there was this knitting section and, and food prep and, and they were responsible for certain gardens in you know, the city like rose patches. Um, this feels sort of chauvinistic coming out of my mouth um, stay with me, stay with me. Um, but it kind of bled a little over into uh, the church as well. And so the church had a group and um, uh, it, they named it um, Women in the Church, uh, WIC for short. Now, if you know anything about, I don't know if it's here in California, but in West Alabama, WIC was like um, uh, the, the kind of the government food program for those that were impoverished. So it was kind of an unfortunate, you know, initials to begin with, but um, uh, they were kicking off an important program, an important series. And, and so uh, uh, I, the, 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 planning, the planning group of, of men uh, we're, 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 we're just going to get everybody involved. We're going to get everybody involved. And, and so they said, all right, we're going to get children and, and women in the church. Um, what can they do? And, and they said, maybe, maybe the women can bring snacks and coffee and drinks like in different, you know, segments. Do not rush me yet. Just listen. Just listen politely. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to straighten the course, okay? Um, it was kind of an imagination for, for, for women. Uh, it sounds very much, uh, when you hear the word help, because that's what our text says, uh, uh, 
Adam didn't see a helper fit for him. So when you think of help, you think of that book recently, um, The Help. Like, like domestic, maybe slavery, the most minimum of wages. It's a term that, like, if we think of, a, I need help with a certain project, it's a term where we think, we think of, like, there are so many people available to, to fill that position. So economics of supply and demand, it just doesn't, like, we can find somebody. Help does not seem like a very good term. Uh, it's a term that we just, we don't respect. Um, even if you were to say, hey, do you want to be mommy's little helper? Um, what it means is you can help mom bake a cake. And what that means is she's going to let you lick the batter off of the mixing paddles. And you helped mom bake a cake. Mommy's little helper. Like we, we don't, there's just not a lot of, not a lot of respect for help. So when I read the scripture, when Cheryl read the scripture for us, it says, um, but for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. Uh, what we do is, and this is what I do, I do it too, this is my first impulse, is I begin to form scripture around my modern opinions. I take scripture and say, I'm gonna adapt it to what I think, okay? Instead of the other way around, instead of saying, hey, I'm going to start with scripture and that has, to, that has to form my opinions about all, I have to take my opinions and have them be shaped by the word of God. And so immediately when I read this, and maybe you too, I'm just like, uh, yeah, right. That kind of smells and sounds like an assistant. <laughs> Uh, uh, look, our, our Christianity in the church has perpetuated nonsense around this idea just as much or maybe worse because we, we cover it up in spirituality for these visions of womanhood that think like, you know what, women, she just would make a great sidekick or um, she would be a great auxiliary to the imaginations of men. Or more personally, you know what? If I just found a woman and she would provide the greatest room service to my dreams. But scripture has a very different view. Listen, you, 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 some of you remember this when we went through our series on... Um, uh, what, what was this like a relationship series? Everyone loves relationship series. But you, some of you remember this is, is almost every instance of helper that we find in scripture is God is our help. God is the helper. Uh, try this on, Psalm 86. Um, the Lord is my helper I will not fear. Uh, how, how many of you dudes have said that, sweetie? You are my helper and I fear less in my day. That's kind of like a reinvigorated idea. 
How's this? Um, Hebrews 13:5 says this, uh, that God, you, you remember this from Hebrews 13, God will never leave you. He will never forsake you so that you can boldly say, because he's so faithful, because he'll never leave you, because he'll never forsake you, you can boldly say this, the Lord is my helper. I am not gonna fear. My wife is my help. I almost lost it. We almost don't have the rest of the sermon. Uh, Psalm 54. God is my helper. God is my helper. Um, it's a in term of incredible strength and incredible capacity. Now that is an invigorated view. I, I don't know if this will blow your mind. I hope it doesn't. But it, all right, there are things that women do that men cannot do. Cannot do. Um, I don't know if you've read this. Um, it, it was in The Atlantic um, maybe a couple of years ago, and it described um, this research that's come out of where there are more neural pathways, physical neural pathways that connect the left and right hemispheres of the brain. There are 10 to 15 times more connections between left and right hemispheres in women than there are in men. And they said, they said, do you know why it seems like they're better at multitasking? It's because the dude is on dial-up and she's on fiber optic cable. Like there's just more going back between. Okay, so, so, so I, can I try or attempt to multitask? Absolutely. But why is it that I am absolutely worn out and I'm frazzled and I'm fried and I start yelling at the kids and throwing stuff if I have to multitask? Look, you guys know this. Just laugh at it. The dude that you're married to or you're connected to, what? what? He can think about one thing, maybe two, if it's very, very minor. Like, would you keep your keys in your pocket? And then also, would you go to the store and get this? And you're like, he's like, okay, what did you say about the pocket? <laughs> right? There's a physical aspect to like what they can do and we cannot do. Um, Listen to this, is hum uh, when, God, when God created the heavens and the earth, and you know this in Genesis 1, he said everything was good. Everything good, 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 good. But this is um, incredible, is that God did not view his work, his creative work in the world as finished. He didn't. That's why he tasked man. And he said, you have creative work to do. And so, look, um, Humanity cannot participate in the unfinished work of creation unless help comes. Powerful help comes. The, the, the creative mandate cannot be completed. God's plans cannot unless help comes. Like redemption, now after the fall, redemption, rescue, recover, rehabbing, anything. If we see that domestically, if we see it civically, if we see it governmentally, uh, academically, like that's not gonna be reclaimed unless we have help. Now that's an invigorated view of who a woman is in God's eyes scripturally. Young ladies, I would say if you're over 30, I'm not talking to you. I mean, young, young ladies, okay? Young ladies, 
junior high-ish, high school-ish, young 20-ish. Like you do not exist to make a dude's dreams come true. You exist to make God's creative plans come into existence through your powerful help. That's why I'm gonna plead with you, please find a dude that's not pursuing his dreams. Please find a dude who is trying to follow the dreams and imaginations of his creator. That's the dude that you wanna say, ah, I can help there. But don't ever settle for some dude's dreams and attach yourself to that. Now, I gave you a very um, kind of uh, invigorated, powerful, very brief, because there's more here, and I don't, I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm on my last page. I don't wanna do that to you. If you wanna hear more of it, I've got just bleh, pages, pages. You don't, wanna, you don't want that, though. Here's the difficulty, and this is the difficulty for our women in general and our moms in specific. This is the difficulty. In that powerful idea of I can help and do something that other people cannot do, this is the difficulty, is they know intrinsically, maybe should I say intuitively? I guess no one's going to do it. <laughs> what mom has thought that? <laughs> I'm not, not going to rat out any of my kids, but there were some socks in our hallway recently. Is this this last week? I'm not going to rat out any of my kids. <sighs> and and <laughs> Melissa's like, really? These socks are still in the hallway? days later, <laughs> and, and uh, she asks a kid who will remain unnamed, and they said, very general, you don't know who it is, one out of four, you'll be right, um, it's an experiment. <laughs> oh, an experiment for who, mom? To see how long it's going to take before mom gets that? Right? Here's the difficulty. You see, okay, I guess no one's going to do it. And, and moms feel this, right? I guess no one's going to do it. And, and then there's that beautiful, invigorated thing. Oh, okay, I know I can do it. And I know how to get this done. All right, that was, if you remember Deborah in the Old Testament, um, Deborah is this tough mama. She looks around and, she, and all of the dudes are just slacking, completely slacking, left following Jesus, left the work, had no spine to be ethically true as a judge of Israel. And Deborah's just like, nah, no, 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 no. I know how to do that. I know how to get it done. I'm going to do it. Um, so there's that difficulty. And then finally, this is, this is where moms get it, is I, I know I can do it. I know it needs to get done, but I'm tired because I can't do it all. 
I'm tired. I can't do it all. I know I'm help and I know I'm powerful, but I can't do it all. Um, and this is what moms are feeling. It's like, like, I am not the ultimate help. I need help. So for moms tonight and tomorrow, um, let me give you some, just two encouragements here. Uh, God has not called you to be all the help, okay? He's called you to be a certain help, to a certain place, to a certain calling, to a certain family, but he hasn't called you to be all the help. And he can't, and you cannot be the help unless he is the only true help. And I'm gonna say this and you're like, yeah, that sounds nice, but, but wait, you do need rest, mom, you do. So how can you rest when there is so much that needs to get done um, and when it feels alone? Do you remember that part in the Garden of Gethsemane where, where Peter lops off the ear of the centurion and he thinks he's trying to be helpful and, and um, Jesus says, whoa, 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 we're not doing it that way. Heals the ear and then he says, you know, you know, you know, I could call in 12 legions of help. You know that, you know that. I could call in the help. And he says something interesting. He says, but Peter, I need to drink the cup. And it's the cup of suffering. And that means this, is whatever Jesus sees in the brokenness of creation and in your heart and the hearts of others in institutions, whatever you see, it's gonna take him suffering to be the help. There's gonna be no other way. It's gonna be on him. Like what, moms, whatever you're longing in your heart says that has got to change. It's got to change in my dude, in my family, in myself, in my friendships, whatever it is. It's going to be him that has to do it. And so I'm calling you to trust again that he will accomplish everything that your heart sees and your eyes see that God has to get done. I'm asking you just to trust in that again and say, oh, it's through that suffering that it will get done. I will not be the suffering that gets it done. Um, at, moms, as real, biblical, strong, capable help, A, you don't have what it takes to be all of the help and B, you don't have to be because he's already done that. He denied the help. They even said that at the crucifixion. Why doesn't he call that? Why does he call in some help? <laughs> no. Do you know why he denied help? He says this in our, if you remember the previous weeks, we're talking about the spirit. He denied the help so that he would send you the helper. The spirit of the triunity. 
Oh. You cannot feel more overwhelmed and more outgunned and lonely and abandoned than Jesus. And you can't be, you, let me say it positively. You are gonna be more of a help with him as help. I, I think that's why Jesus following moms, I know, pray more than anybody else. Okay, this is the last thing, so briefly. Um, you know the help that you have inside of you, especially moms, but I'm, so moms specifically, women in general, um, did you know that your help, meaning the spirit of the triunity within you, he will give you what the day requires? Okay, um, you guys have a daily, you guys, meaning moms and women in general, you all have a checklist. It's your checklist. And it's just that, it's yours. It's your checklist. I get this from this guy named Paul David Tripp, and he talks about making a reverse checklist. So you, you, hey, power woman, you have your tough mama checklist of what needs to happen. And at the end of the day, this is why I want you to maybe practice for like a week or two weeks. You don't have to do it for all of your life, but, but try this out. At the end of the day, I want you to have your tough mama checklist that you created and it's awesome. I want you to, comp what I want you to do is at the end of the day, write down what actually happened. And then I want you to compare tough mama checklist to the checklist that your helper gave you enough grace for. And I want you to compare all the things that you thought were pressing and important that had to get done and compare it to what God did that day because he gave you enough grace for that day. And I want you to see how close it is. Um, your help, Jesus, and the helper within you will do the work that you long to see happen and you, woman, mom specific, will be the greatest help to God's plan for unfinished creation and redemption of that creation. Now that is a life of faith, mom. Let's pray into that. Jesus, um, we do thank you. We thank you so much um, for um, our women in general, and we have not honored them. Inside the church, outside the church, we have not honored them according to your word. And we ask that you would make our community first a place that honors and needs real, substantial, powerful, capable help that is also looking to you for their help. Jesus, do this, we pray. In your name, amen.